I've met with a financial advisor, and I have a plan. I have a successful practice. You have a great career. With a little budgeting and steady income, we could be completely out of debt in five years. In five years, I could be sick and tired of you. And if I divorce you before then, I'll get half of nothing. And I'm about a whole lot of something. You remember our wedding vows? For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer? I must have blacked out because that foolishness would have never gotten past me. Tony. I'm through talking. So go on with your broke self. What? What are you waiting on, bus fare? Tony, come home. Buy me one and I will. Huh. Oh hell yes. Oh hell yes. A girlfriend's podcast. Welcome back to our show. It is season four, episode two. If it's broke, fix it. I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And this episode, man, we're still dealing with Todd and his uh Tony's mess. Um <laughs> there was some great one-liners in this in this shit though. Like this episode. Tony was mm-hmm. on her like punchlines on her fucking I don't even know what to call them. It's like you could make a song out of these shits, but mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to it. Uh, air date nine twenty two two thousand three. Writers Mark Alton Brown and D Laduke. Um, so what kind of what's going on in the world right now at this point that we're recording this? Well, we got we got Megan. She's interviewing with Gail. You know, and a lot of y'all are still saying she's lying. And I don't like that. I don't like the, some of the comments. It didn't pass there the vibe There's so check. much evidence that shows she's not lying. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence supporting her um, her claims. Yeah! Like and the people girl- are still trying to act like this is staged. Like, I understand there are co- conspiracy theorists out there. And the world, not everyone's going to think the same. But it's just like dang i mean any detective olivia benson all these people could see this shit mm-hmm. and be like yeah mm-hmm. i don't think she's lying but this uh tory guy like there's a lot of people lying for him to make him keep him afloat in this industry because yes. of this and that is just baffling to me that is so unfortunate y'all y'all saw this girl limping with her bloody feet there's video of her like fucking Doctors well, I mean, they're saying that. Well, who shot her then? Who shot her? If Tori didn't do it, who did it? Exactly. Tell us, guys. <laughs> let let us know. Let us know. Maybe y'all know and we don't. <laughs> and if you do know, please tell the authorities because <laughs> we need to get this taken care of and get and stop this madness on the Twitter. Yeah, I keep seeing it. Social media is really showing their ass right now when it, it comes it, to protecting black women. Yes, it trends every other week, and y'all be showing y'all ass, child. Mm. Oh, man. Well, we had to say that. So um, <laughs> let's get to this episode. Where we can we can kind of laugh a little bit. Um, the cold open. If, if it's, it's broke, broke, fix it. it. Mm-hmm. So here we go with this cold open. We're at the law firm, Joan's office. It's where Maya used to sit. And we see Peaches, played by Sean Harrison. You guys remember Sean. He played uh, Waldo Geraldo Faldo mm-hmm. on Family Matters. Do you remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in earlier episodes uh, working at Situations. But Maya had to get him a new job because he was having a bad situation over at Situations. Mm-hmm. 
And in this scene, he uses a word potentialities and Maya warns him against using those made up words because Joan is really high sedity. <laughs> so she's going to call him on that, which is, does she do that? I don't think that's a Joan thing. That's more of a Tony thing. Yeah, I don't think she would do that. She's just going to look at him crazy like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Joan arrives at that moment and Peaches brings Joan her coffee, her briefs, and gives her a rundown of her day. And he tells her that she's working those shoes like a drag queen on a Thursday night. Hmm. So we see he's really on it. He's really, you know, stepping it up. I feel like he appears to be more into it than Maya was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, new new assistant, Peaches. Interesting what he brings, the dynamic. I like his energy. I do. He's very, he adds a whole level of comedy that we'll get to, which I, I really like. <laughs> um, so next we see that Tony is still living with Joan. She's on the phone asking for Joan's credit card. Because she can't sleep on a mattress that Joan got from Ikea. And Joan's like, "Uh uh-uh, hang up, hang up. And Tony's like, it's fine. If you're not going to pay for my mattress now, you'll be paying for my chiropractor later. And Joan Joan doesn't even know what's going on between um, Tony and and Todd. She thinks they just had a fight. And that she's staying there just for that. Okay, Tony. Just because he's a little messy isn't a reason to bail on a marriage. Yeah, Tony hasn't told her the details yet, which is kind of interesting like oh okay she's embarrassed yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know tony not having no money and settling down with some guy who don't got nothing when she been that used to be her ace in the hole Mm -hmm. telling everybody that she she marrying a doctor like Mm -hmm. now she broke not only she broke she's in the hole she Mm -hmm. just broke she is broke child she is below broke what seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars which will probably equal like what 1.2 million today oh jesus let me do let me do that calculator right? Give me a sec. that's a good question was this 2003 right yeah 750k Woof. which is still a lot even if it was seven hundred. Oh, yeah, that's still a lot today. we ain't trying to like you know be funny about it but <laughs> let's see what it what it would be today uh 1.1 million oh it was close okay you know when it comes to these money tangs hey you know what see you wouldn't be caught up like like tony is you would be (laughs) you would have found a way to like hack into his accounts baby you just gotta know the right people i could definitely see you being like well let me just i won't get out this marriage but let me just clean out his account of what he do have so i'm leaving with something okay I, I, I need to have some compensation for my emotional um well-being, right. period. Tony goes into the fridge and disses the foods that um, Joan has in there. She's throwing them all away. She can only consume brand name foods. <laughs> yeah. Why does Joan have, um, why does Joan not have brand name food? Though? You like what you like. It tastes how it tastes. Sometimes you hold on to those foods you grew up with i don't know nah some of them some of them off-brand shits be tasting they'd be having an aftertaste that is true <laughs> you can you can save money here and there but there's certain brands and products you can't you can't go cheap on mm-hmm. like cheese <laughs> you don't want to go cheap on cheese yes and she had cream cheese and it's like oh yeah sometimes they don't be tasting the same like when you try and to they buy don't use Oreos. the same products mm-hmm. to, make, to make the shits they be, they be having like plastic pellets and stuff in it 
they don't have all natural foods. I'm like, what are you ingesting? I'm just saying. Oh, so, no. um, Joan sees this and she says, how about this for a name brand? Motel 6. They'll leave the light on for you. Ooh. Oh, damn. Hell yeah, Joan. She don't need to be throwing away your food and your mattresses. What the fuck? You're a guest in my house. Yeah. I mean, guest beggars can't be choosers, right? Of course. Like, come on, Tony. <laughs> she don't have to house you. You can go stay with, um... You can stay with Maya. Girl, you can go back and stay with your husband. The fuck? It's your place. <laughs> that is true. Kick him out. Go stay with that nigga and kick his ass out. Why the fuck you left? Girl. I didn't even think of that. I was thinking that the whole shit. episode. Like, um, what's going on here? Well, then shit. Yeah, I don't even know why she did that shit. He the broke one. Kick him right. out. <laughs> he <wanted> broke. <laughs> you gave a broke dude a free house mm. to stay in by himself and tony loved the brokies greg <laughs> this nigga yeah lynn <laughs> lynn <laughs> has lynn stayed there i don't know lynn is in her life though but anyway back at the law firm we see peaches he walks in to joan's office and it's funny because <laughs> he does this comedic thing where he makes a line with his foot mm-hmm. and joan's like what are you doing He's like, oh, I like to draw my line before I step over it. And it's all pantomime and he actually steps over the line. <laughs> like, I love that shit. I don't know why. Usually that kind of comedy is like silly to me, but it just worked. It works for him. It works. Yeah. So he sits down to talk to her and he asks what's going on. At first, she don't want to speak on it. I don't know what you're talking about. You've got the glow. What? Oh, don't be coy with the boy. Somebody then smacked it, flipped it, and rubbed it down. And he wants to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ellis has been calling her. He left an entire message. But Peaches is like, we'll get back to that later. And what? <laughs> well, what the hell did he say, Peaches? He's like, we'll get back to that later. I just want to know who the new guy is. But she looks really sad and she's like about to tell him and she kind of stops and he goes, oh no, girl. Don't distress. Confess. (laughs) And she talks about Brock and how great he is. And she's like, you know what? Although there's been no smacking and no flipping, we made a connection. It was enchanted like a movie which is like it didn't look enchanted to me it looked like just (laughs) yeah it was just given lust but okay yeah definitely just given lust it wasn't anything magical i've seen way more magical things in real life enchanted things but you know whatever but she told him she's like i can't i can't see you anymore because she's committed to ellis which she never explains why yeah, girl, why. why are you committed to this nigga that got a whole fucking family? <laughs> <laughs> does he have a whole fucking family? He does. Oh, he got a kid. He don't, he got a baby mama, but. He got a kid, a the baby mama he was kissing on set, which they, they just kind of like ignore that. We haven't, <laughs> we never address that. We just move on. That's a family. I just never really consider the baby mama that you ain't with a family, a part of the family. I mean, by blood, she is. How is the mother? She's the family to the baby. And because they share a child and he was kissing her on set, which means they might still be. Oh, the kiss makes it family. 
I mean, it it, <laughs> it helps. Damn. Shit, I guess. But um, Peaches is like, well, Ellis, don't give you the glow. She said, well, it's the right thing to do. Love knows no guilt. Mm. Peaches says, uh, you got to listen to your heart. If your heart tells you that Ellis ain't it, you should be with this new guy. Mm-hmm. Follow your heart or forever regret it. Mm. I, I mean, that. you ain't got nothing to lose. Ellis is trash. We know that. This guy couldn't be any worse. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he kind of is because he's he's fucking his client's um, girlfriend. But, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Are they fucking? You know what I mean. Fucking Cordy. I mean, he almost put it in in a previous episode. She yeah. hopped up on that counter. <laughs> he was ready, so I don't know. They both was ready, so I don't know. Shit. We don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out soon. So next there is Skia, Lynn, and William. William wants the dog. William wants Vasco. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because we've never really seen them get along. Like the him and the dog don't have moments that we've seen to know that he loves this fucking dog. Mm-hmm. And William said, "You don't even have a place where you can can support a dog. You don't have a place, a wholesome environment. I do. He's a sensitive dog with learning disabilities." And Lynn's like, nah, you ain't getting my dog. What the fuck? Do we know where Lynn is staying at this point? She not with Vasco? With Slavoska? <laughs> Stop it. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Slavoska? Slavad? What's this nigga name? Anyway, Shep? listen. I don't think she's with Slavad because he didn't... Oh, he did ask her to move in, right? Yeah. That's what I assumed. Okay, so okay, so we can assume that the dog will be living with her and Savad. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But Lynn, Lynn don't want to give the dog up. And, and William says something that kind of just, it kind of touched my heart. Like, he says, but that dog is my best friend. I was like, shit. Damn, you ain't got no friends? Yeah, that's kind of weird when people say their dog is their best friend. I don't know. I mean, the dog can't even talk. But the dog can't even talk. Yeah, what y'all talk about? Like, like you know, when you hang out with your best friend or you hang out with any friend, y'all be having conversations about life and, like, what's going on in your life? Or, like, yeah. you know, what you do with a dog? I'm not hating on anybody that has a dog, but I always think about, like, how is it your best friend when they can't even talk to you? They can't help you with your problems. They can't explain, like, oh, you should do this. Oh, yeah, you right. Like, y'all yeah. can't discuss movies together. Y'all can't do nothing but... You basically taking care of him. He can't even poop on his own. Right. I mean, I think that a lot of people find dogs comforting, which great. But what about like all the rest of the things that make a best friend or a relationship? <laughs> yeah. But it's just it made me sad because William, you don't got nobody else. Joan ain't your best friend. Oh, none of the girls. Well, I guess he he picked the dog because the dog can't call him on his bullshit, you know? Okay. Mm. Them not being able to talk means they can't say that you want some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He don't like when the girls do that. So mm-hmm. that might be the reason. But mm. <laughs> that's the end of that scene. Mm. I love this next scene with Tony getting the movers to take the mattress mattress out mm-hmm. <laughs> and Todd at the door. Oh my god, like this whole scene has great one-liners. Just wonderful. <laughs> Todd's at the door trying to get in. She yells to the movers, I tip you, but my husband is mired and dead. Tony, we need to talk. 
I'm yeah. like, yo. And uh, he says, can I come in? And she says, Joan has a very strict rule about no pillars, no beggars. <laughs> so bye. <laughs> and she closes the door, you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. Like, does that even count for anything? You say the vows at the altar. Girl, no. Niggas say that shit all the time and still be fucking bitches. That don't mean nothing. Girl, listen. <laughs> Let's see what the plan is about trying to uh, alleviate this death. Death? I call it death. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if it walks like a duck. If it talks, you know, it ain't no cow. But... <laughs> I would say see, but you're not obligated to stay when you did not know that. He didn't tell you. And he made it he made it seem like, yes, did he technically lie and say he's not in debt? No, but he made it seem like he wasn't. So yeah, you have every right to leave. Get that shit annoyed. Y'all niggas just got married. Like, I mean Yeah, you could easily just head over to Yeah. Head over to the divorce where you go. I don't know where you go. Girl, I don't know the courthouse or some shit. I don't know. You could easily just be like, ah, change my mind. Take it mm-hmm. back. Return to sender. Mm-hmm. You kept the receipt. Just go ahead and Get send it back. Get a refund. So he's like, please come home. And she's like, why? Did you win the lottery? Or come into a major inheritance? <laughs> she's like, no. Well, I'm good here. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry for not telling you about my finances sooner. And he talked to a financial invi- advisor and mm-hmm. said that they could be out of debt in like five years mm, if they manage the time. money and everything what do you think of that is that a plan mm, that's a long time but again it's up to tony if she wants to stay she ain't signed up to be in death death <laughs> Child. and it also seems like okay so let's look at it from todd's perspective because he knew he knew when he was walking down that aisle that he had this debt right it looks like he found someone to help him with his debt. Like, he's like, well, let me marry this girl. She could help me get, get this debt. Mm. Five years? Let's split it in two. She don't know that's what she's signing up for. But like, yo, if I get if I marry this girl, that's mm-hmm. an extra income mm-hmm. that can be helping me get rid of this debt. And we could be out of debt in five years as opposed to if I'm a single guy, mm-hmm. it might be 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's malicious. Child, stay woke out there. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta, you background gotta do that background check. check. Some shit, yeah. yeah. Something. Hire that PI, which I'm, I'm very surprised that she didn't do. I guess she just thought, oh, he's a doctor, he's making good money, and he's white. Yeah, ain't he Jewish? And he Jewish. So she probably thought he had coin, coin. You know, y'all know yeah. all those stats. People you are know. less likely to be like, oh, yeah, let me check. Mm-hmm. Employers don't even be checking backgrounds of some people based off of their their demographics. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I feel you, Tony. But um, yeah, girl, I don't know what you're gonna do. It's up to you. But she said, "Listen, in five years, I could be sick of you, and if I divorce you before then, I don't get nothing because mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing." Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Some points for me. And he reminds her of the vows for richer or for poorer. And she said, I must have been knocked out for that part. I never would have agreed to that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she tries to kick Brokey out and he won't leave right away. And he's just standing there looking at her. And she's like, what are you waiting on, bus fare? (laughs) 
like, Jesus, she is really giving it to this dude. Not the bus in L.A. Do you need bus fare? <laughs> and then uh, he tries one more time. He says, Tony, come home. She said, buy me one and I will. It's your house anyway, first off. But damn, he just looks defeated and he leaves. And then we hear the sad pianos. Looks like she's having second thoughts because she loves this dude. Mm, I guess. Dang, how much do you love him, though, that, that this is... That love is worth $1.1 million in 2022. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could love you, but I don't love that debt. Mm-hmm. We can... We might have to just break it off and be best friends. Mm-hmm. Or something. Keep you in my life. <laughs> mm. Next up, Maya goes in to check on Peaches at her old desk, trying to get the tea. Mm-hmm. But he's tight-lipped at first. He says uh, he and Joan click. She's jealous of Peaches and Joan's relationship now that she's not in the picture. And she has to work with William now. Mm-hmm. And Peaches senses that. Oh, you just hate that I'm her new assistant and better at it than you. <laughs> Excuse me, sweetie. Ain't nobody better than me, okay? I mean, that is why I moved up. If you moved up, how come you always down here in our business? Okay, I know that's I'm right. I'm loving this dynamic. I know that's I'm right. I'm loving it. Because Maya usually got the smart mouth, but Peaches? Maya done lost a step. Mm-hmm. But Maya says, you're just her assistant. I'm her girlfriend. And then she's like, actually, and she feels really sad because um, William don't gossip about nobody. William's not fun. He just talks about his mom and Vasco. That's it. But Peaches says that he can't participate in office gossip during work hours. And she's like, well, it's 6.05. You're off the clock. And that's when he lets it all spill. Mm-hmm. And calls Jonah skanko. I don't know where that came from. You were just being sweet. Mm. Shit. But uh, he starts to give her the tea. Before we move on to the next scene, we assume he's telling her about Brock. And then we see the, the spa, the spa scene. I like this set. We never see them out in a spa or anything like that. So I think this is the first time we've seen this scene mm-hmm. or the set. We like a different, a different scenery, a different vibe. Yeah. Tony and Joan are having a spa day and Tony's crazy because she tells Joan that the mattress is $3,300 and she's going to pay for, um, since Joan's paying for that, she's going to cover the spa day. <laughs> like... Bitch, just go home to your husband, please. Mm-hmm. But damn, a thirty-three hundred dollar mattress. Yeah, what? Where do you get that? What? What could it be? What are the? What are the things that it does to where it costs that much? Yeah, even a a, a nice mattress that don't got all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. I guess, chill. Well, Tony knows those spots, though. Tony knows expensive. Like we don't know expensive, you know. Mm. I she see. knows how we don't know it. <laughs> But she finally in the scene tells Joan what's going on. And Joan's mind is blown. She said he is $750,000 in debt. American. Mm. And she don't think she can go on with the marriage because she feels betrayed. But the lawyer side comes out of Joan and she says, Sweetie, betrayal implies malice aforethought. You two got together and married very quickly. You didn't know squat about each other. So what you're in is not so much a betrayal situation. It's more of a you forgot to do your homework situation. Okay, Joan. That's what an attorney for Todd would say. It's like, 
yeah, he was in debt, but you didn't actually ask any questions about it. You didn't do your own research. So it's kind of on you, too. Yeah, he's he's fucked up for making it seem that way. But yeah, she should have definitely asked. You are marrying him. True. So Mm -hmm. both of y'all fucked up. Yeah. And so Tony says, well, it's all about trust in a relationship. And she asked Joan, could she stay with Ellis if he betrayed her? Uh, she says the question is would he stay with me because she's thinking about the whole brock situation you ever have somebody be like asking you hypotheticals about the person you're with and then you're like in your head you're like i'm I'm breaking up with that dude tomorrow i don't even know why you're asking this damn question (laughs) (laughs) it's like so would you do this girl it ain't even that's a non-issue right now you don't know it yet but Whatever, this question girl, this, is invalid. This question ain't even gonna matter because we're not even gonna be together, girl. So go <laughs> ahead, go on. So that's when Tony's like, Oh, you talking about your little affair, the whore? And she's like, Okay, Maya done told everybody. Well, Peaches told Maya, who told everybody. Once you tell Maya, you may as well, you may as well tell tweet it out office. to the world. You might as well make an announcement off of the loudspeaker in the office. <laughs> yeah. So Joan says, um, Tony needs to go work it out with Todd because he is her soulmate. I don't think Tony's soulmate is broke. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a that's a requirement. That makes him um, null and void for the soulmate situation if yeah. he broke. You can't be a soulmate that, that far in debt. Mm-mm. So, Tony has a change of heart and she says... She knows some people who need breast implants. She could throw um, some some uh, some patients Todd's way so he can make some extra money. You know, there's Joan and Lynn. <laughs> Scratch Lynn, she's broke. She's not going to be getting mm-hmm. any plastic she surgery. She's no damn plastic surgery. Um, yeah, but okay, so that's only like what? How much were boob jobs back then? Maybe. Th- 4k not enough to clear the fucking debt and why you gotta be his pr person why you gotta be his manager like Mm -hmm. why you gotta throw him clients she gotta look for clients for his ass you know how many titties he gonna have to fix to get rid of 750 (laughs) and there's no social media so you can't even do hashtag i got little titties and then see who talking about it and promote to them yes yes there's no so that, that is word of mouth oh my god yeah all word of mouth you can put out flyers or something like that wait but they but, do have the internet so they can go on i'm sure there's a database somewhere of like doctors like a website saying like like little titties.com yeah or like <laughs> or like just a database of like different doctors they'll probably have that right different yeah. doctors what what's that gonna do i feel like when you're one of many doctors on one website, it's harder to hear your voice through all the loudness. Noise. If that makes all the sense. Noise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's easier if it's just one guy. Like, but how else he gonna get new clients? See, that's the thing. These early two thousands pre social media. I don't know how. I have no Flyers? idea. That's free without doing a commercial on TV. Oh, a local commercial. That's going to get you in more debt, though. You got to shoot that yeah, motherfucker. that's money you, you got to pay. See, nowadays, like I said, social media, Twitter, keywords. Boob job. Boob jobs. I need mm-hmm. a boob job. Put it in the type it in, enter, and all the tweets or people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then hit those people up. Be like, guess what? I know a guy. But what I also don't like is that Todd now has not only hired someone to help him with his debt, he now has a person, Tony, 
who's going to go get him clients? What is that, like a manager or something? Or like a... It's it's really like, what, an agent fee that she should be charging? An agent. Yeah. yeah. So he has this woman that he married. He's now got someone to help him with his debt, and he has an agent. Mm. So he came... He's he's coming out pretty well with this situation. So he has an accountant and an agent in one. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I guess so. That's not cool. He's mm-hmm. putting her to work. Mm-hmm. She won't have clear that debt that she didn't even get to spend. Child. Mm. She didn't even get, well, I mean, the wedding was part of it. Yeah. And but... he does say later that he was trying to court her. So a lot of that debt was him trying to woo her. Child. With the expensive money things. Mm. Um, a lady comes over and she, she has some questions. <laughs> hmm This is a, I, I remember this scene years ago and it always stuck through me in my head because i th- just thought it was hilarious so this woman comes up to tony and she acts like she's admiring the ring while she's at the spa with joan she's like oh my god your ring is so gorgeous and so he's like oh thank you it's this this how many carrots da, 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 da. and then this bitch takes her wing and says that it's being um repossessed, um, repossessed. bitch where your paperwork at is that how it works? Because as a kid, I was like, okay, that's how they do it. <laughs> I don't know. And then Tony was like, oh, my God. But she was just, she didn't run after her. She was just like, oh, my God, yeah, they just repossessed it. So is that how how it works? Because I don't, she that... wasn't trying to run after old girl. I would have beat her ass. Well, because she thought it was legit. That's yeah. why she didn't chase after her. She thought, okay, my husband is fucking in debt right now. That all makes sense that someone's repossessing my ring no matter if i caught the lady they're still repossessing it mm-hmm. it's still theirs mm. but i i don't know the repossessing um steps so i don't know if you have to show paperwork or because i know like you ever see there's certain weird laws and things how things are handled where things happen in public and you're just like oh i guess that was a legit law thing like when people get served with papers mm-hmm. you ever see people get served with papers when they're on stage singing <laughs> oh no i i seen it on the red carpet though i saw that happen to sierra yes you saw that video of sierra <laughs> yes what what did she get served with i don't know what it was what it was but i think it was a someone pretending to be a fan and she leaned down to like i guess she thought they were passing her a note like you know fans pass notes yeah yeah and it yeah. was uh it was you got served thing and Oh my God, CC! And she, she was, she kept singing though. Good on her. I hear that. But I'm like, is that a legit way to give people paperwork in the middle of a damn song? I That's guess what so. I said, are they just trying to be extra and go viral? Like y'all be doing everything. It for could club. be that too to embarrass you at you know. But if it's legit to do it like that, then wouldn't be le- wouldn't it be legit to do something like this too? Yeah, but I feel like I'm asking for verification that you are who you are. That to me is the main thing when you're trying yeah. to take a fifty thousand dollar ring. Like you just took that shit. How the fuck do I know, bitch? Yeah, because then that will leave the door open for any other person to be like someone to rob you in that same way and just assume uh-huh. they'll be like, "Oh, it's being repossessed by." So you don't even look into it. You just you just go okay, and you don't even file a report or anything like that. So you would have to get papers or something. Hmm. Well, that's that her ring is gone and they're stuck with their feet in the water 
So next at Blue Bar is Tonya William, and she wants a divorce, so she wants William to represent her. But we already know that William does corporate law. They both do that, but fine. Now, why didn't you ask Joan? Why William? Yeah! Wouldn't Joan be a more, uh, what's the word, more appropriate? She probably knows more about your marriage than William does. I don't know. plus, she's your best friend. Why not give her the business? Like, give her the the case on her resume. Why give it to William, who's already doing big things in the company? Like, give it to her. Yeah. I don't know. But William asked, did Todd lead you to believe he had money? She said, well, he didn't lead me to believe he didn't. If he presented himself to you as something that he's not, and in doing so induced you to marry him, then that constitutes fraud. And under California statutes, fraud is grounds for an annulment. Now, people, this is a good thing to remember. If you're ever in this situation, mm-hmm. go ahead and get that annulment. Actually, if you haven't been married yet, make sure you check into this before you get married. Mm-hmm. But in the event that this happens to you, see if you can um, claim fraud on your divorce and get it annulled. Mm. I know that's right. And then William says, listen, the way I see it, if a man marries a woman, he's obligated to care for her in the way that she's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And Tony's accustomed to a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So if he can't meet your expectations, then Todd has failed as a man. Mm-hmm. Those are strong words, man. Mm-hmm. William, you I gotta preach, preach William. <laughs> so Tony sits, and sits there and she has a common sense moment and she says... Well, technically, I didn't tell him about my financial situation either. Yeah, but you're not in debt, Tony. <laughs> They're trying to compare something that's not comparable. You're not in debt. Oh, William says what all anybody has to do is look at you, and they can see you living large with no assets. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he probably looked like that, too, though. I mean, he's a doctor. He had a house. Yeah. Yeah. You could look at him and be like, well, he looks like he got money. Mm-hmm. But he said with Can't no judge assets. Can't judge a book cover. With no assets, meaning she doesn't have, like, anything. Anything saved, any properties, any investments. I mean, that's not a reason not to marry somebody, though, that they don't have no assets. For Tony, it is. But I feel like because, okay, Tony doesn't have any assets, which means she doesn't have anything that's, like, um, a plus. But she also doesn't have any debt, so she doesn't have anything that's a negative either. She's more so neutral. She's stable. She's stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, at that moment, you see Tony, you can see she kind of catching feelings. She's like, you know what? I love this man. <laughs> and then William's like, uh, I don't think you're ready for divorce because you can't you can't be soft during divorce proceedings. I can if you still have a connection, this ain't going to work. The divorce Mm-mm. ain't going to work. Mm-mm. You got to be a savage. So she's sitting there thinking about it. And we're back at the law firm. And for some reason, Maya is sitting at her old desk and Joan walks up and is like, well, what's going on, Maya? Maya's acting like a scorned lover. You know, I cannot believe, I cannot believe I had to find out information about you through someone you know through me. You know, I cannot believe, Joan, that I'm not the rock in your life anymore. A life that has obviously fallen apart. Because she misses the office gossip. She doesn't feel a connection between her and Joan anymore. And she's hurt. And Joan's like, well... You're the last person I wanted to tell about my relationship with Brock because... Then that would be her admitting that she's a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, Maya was a cheater, what, two seasons ago? Damn, that was two seasons ago? But Joan always had to try to be like, 
the the better person and be like girl you ain't what you doing you shouldn't be doing this and blah 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 and now look at joan Mm-hmm. Even though Joan's not married to either one of these dudes, but Joan Joan doesn't want to look like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maya gives um, some advice. She says you should tell Ellis that you found true happiness because if you really like this dude and he's your enchanted love, mm-hmm. this might be your only shot at taking this opportunity. Mm. But um, that's when Peaches comes in, and then Maya kicks him out so they can keep talking. <laughs> so mm. peaches and i don't know how how many episodes peaches is in he should have been the fifth girlfriend because william william's a snore fest mm-hmm. <laughs> but next speaking of william william and lynn are, are are with vasco at skia lynn is like okay i thought about what you said how about this how about this how about this Lynn came up with that challenge way before it was a challenge. Have I ever seen that challenge on like TikTok or Instagram? Yes, with the kids. Yes, yes. Where the parents run separate ways and then the kids run to whoever parent they fucking with the most. <laughs> I love those videos. That's I Lynn. don't know why. It's literally the most basic type of like video like Like, you run away from your child they're gonna run somewhere um (laughs) but y'all trying to create infighting in your in your uh families by seeing what parent the kid runs to yeah go ahead go ahead yeah so it's that shout out to lynn for being an innovator (laughs) and (laughs) and she's like okay but if he runs to you you still gotta give me three hundred dollars and then, oh boy, is like, okay, how about he? I just keep it, and then I give you the three hundred dollars. And then she's like, sure. Yeah, cause you know, you throw money in Lynn's face, you can take mm-hmm. whatever you want from her. Mm-hmm. Um. So, basically, William is now the proud owner of a Vosco, his best friend. He paid for his best friend. Mm. So we're back at Tony's apartment, and she's packing up Todd's clothes. Should have been happened. Been. And he walks in and he he mistakenly thinks that she's packing up her stuff. Oh, no, no, no. But when he finds out the truth, he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not fucking leaving. How? I mean, he has to leave if she says so. It's her property. Yeah, that. And she says she's ready for uh, an annulment. So, like, that's... Well, being ready for it isn't it. You know what I mean. If if someone's telling you to leave and then she's saying, I'm ready for annulment, that's pretty much terms of separation until they get their annulment. So get the fuck out, nigga. She's saying yes. <laughs> she would have to say he's hurting her or something and get a restraining order. Oh, God, niggas. Too much problem. Because he would just be like, I, I didn't sign an annulment for myself. Uh, she only, it's a one-sided thing. I didn't agree to anything. But she told him about the annulment that she's seeking. She said, I live check to check. You live deep in debt. That's a lethal combination. And she says nothing scares her more than being poor. And I'm like, y'all never talked about your fears before marriage? That's like a question you have over ice cream. They got married mad quick. So who knows? Yeah. She says she grew up poor and she's not going back. He says, oh, we can still have our dream marriage. It's just a dream deferred. I'm like, damn. 
but you're deferring my dream. I didn't defer my own dream. Can I have a say in it? Like, mm-hmm. but she didn't agree to have her dreams deferred. She has dreams now. And then she rattles off all the things that she would like to have. And it's a long list. It's so long that there's a time jump. He finna fall asleep. And if you can't afford shade, how are we going to afford his and her bathrooms? Or court-sized seats at the Lakers? Or a monthly trip to the Kenya Ranch Spa? Huh? Or an offshore dummy corporation in the Caymans? A yacht to get us to the Caymans? A little man to drive the yacht to get us to the Caymans? Or... <laughs> or a champion thoroughbred in the Kentucky Derby? Or an original mouse yacht? Or a vineyard in Napa Valley? Speaking of wine, a villain in Tuscany too. He laying on the bed. He looked tired. Which side note, I know this is only for like dramatics for TV, but I hate, hate, hate when people put their luggage on their oh bed with the wheels. Like the oh bed in the God. airport. All that fucking disgusting sidewalk dirt. Oh my and gosh. Pee and, and airport shit. And oh, you might as well put your shoes on the bed. And that's no your cap. shoes. Like. And, and your wide legged jeans. Cause. I see yes. it. Listen, I don't know if this is the podcast for it, but I see the wide legs coming back. Yes. I see them. And I used to be a wide legger, but <laughs> y- y- your jeans are dragging on the on sidewalk the and collecting thing, all that disgustingness from the sidewalk, mm-hmm. dog poop, residue, mm-hmm. puke, pee, all the stuff. And you're bringing it into your house. Mm. Yeah. And on your bed at that. Yeah, some people lay down in the bed on their on their couch, put yes. their feet up. Yes. All it's, that it's stuff. It's very disturbing. Whenever I used to see, like, people on TV. See, these are the core things where the difference in culture really comes in. And then they'll just come outside, come from outside, and then, like, lay in bed with their mm. outside clothes and the shoes. And I'm just like, what type of white shit is this? What the <laughs> fuck? I think it's also a location thing, too, because in New York, like... Dirty as hell. The train It's so dirty. Yeah. Everywhere is dirty. Yeah, the streets true. are dirty. The subway is dirty. People are dirty. When I lived in Florida, it wasn't like that. They actually, they sweep the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're in your car. You're in your car with yourself you don't ride Mm -hmm. with other people on the bus or the train or anything like that Mm -hmm. so it's a little more of a false sense of like okay i'm clean clean. like Mm -hmm. yeah so it could be i mean you still getting dirty but i think it's just because you don't see it you don't think it at that Mm -hmm. time whereas in new york it's visual Mm -hmm. so i know it's a tangent guys i just that's a good point you just made. About yeah, that. We're, we're sorry, but we're from New York. So anytime I see luggage on, 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 on a bed, I'm just like, oh, bitch, you're going to have to clean them sheets. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's just my pet peeve throughout that whole scene. Like, and then he's sleeping on the luggage. Oh, got his head on it. Yeah. I was like, hey, like, it's you, a pillow. Brave. <laughs> Once she get, he get, she gets done naming all that stuff, he says, um, he just wants a little patience. And he says, a lot of the debt I built was me trying to court you. And I did it because I, I wanted you and I, I wanted to be with you. What do you think of that? Cop out. Yeah. Cop out. You did not acquire $750,000 in debt trying to court Miss Tony Childs. 
She <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe took up a hundred. Maybe. And that's only because of the ring and the wedding. But what about okay, so let's take out what was spent on her. That's about six hundred and fifty K. What happened to the rest? I mean, the wedding was two hundred thousand. So that's bringing it to five fifty, and then the ring was fifty thousand. Let's bring it to five hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you wasn't taking her out to no dinners like that. How many dinners gonna acquire to? (laughs) Sir, let's not. Yeah, what else did you buy her? Let's not. And y'all niggas got married mad quick. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even that much time to acquire that much debt. Right. To really court her like that. So what what you talking about, Willis? (laughs) (laughs) That's just him trying to put it on her so he can be like, yeah, yeah, it's our debt together uh-huh so you see? Like, see babe i did it for you shut up <laughs> but tony's like uh-uh don't put it on me he says you're right it's my fault not yours he's like i was just so afraid you were out of my league i felt like i had to buy your love and the greatest fear that i have is losing you listen if a girl's out of your league mm. especially financially Mm-hmm. just leave just her alone mm-hmm. leave her alone she ain't for you okay mm-hmm. don't do this don't do this man i don't know how many men we have listening straight mm-hmm. men we have listening mm-hmm. hell this could be for anybody shit anybody mm-hmm. if someone's out of your league financially please move on don't mm-hmm. acquire debt trying to get with this person because it's just going to hurt you both in the end mm. he says he says do you love me for me or for the things that you thought i could buy you well, clearly, I love you for you because four days ago I found out you were broke and I'm still here. Okay. I mean, it's been four days. <laughs> I mean, it's only been four days, but I, I see it's what she's saying. Four days. <laughs> it's four days too long. I feel you. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't been four months. It ain't been four years. <laughs> but she gets mad because she tells him, yo, my ring just got repossessed today, right off my finger by Harry Winston. That's mm-hmm. right. The lady did say she was with Harry Winston. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait what are you talking about? I didn't buy your ring from there. She's like, what? Mm. <laughs> he said he bought it at Van Cleef and Arpels. Mm. So somebody just jacked your ring. I just robbed you in plain sight. Child. That's what I'm talking about. Damn. Like, you need paperwork. Niggas yeah. just can't come up to you talking about they da 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 Especially scammers. That Child. would be a big scam if that, if that caught on. Mm-hmm. People just, because here, but here's the thing. Here's the problem. This is why this lady could get this shit off. She overheard the conversation. Yeah. She had to, she overheard Joan and Tony talking about, yo, he's in debt mm-hmm. this much mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So that made it seem more realistic that she could walk up and, and repossess in quotes mm-hmm. the ring. Mm-hmm. So be careful what y'all saying in public and what kind of information y'all giving out when y'all giving the tea to your friend at, mm-hmm. at the spa. Cause people out there listening, but I guess it's a blessing in disguise because the ring was insured. So now they're about to get $50,000 in insurance money, which, I mean, what else y'all got in that house? <laughs> okay. I mean, shit, y'all want to, people do it all the time. I'm saying. Y'all really, if y'all got some <laughs> other expensive stuff, y'all need to get rid of. What's Come up? <laughs> so, um, they decide to um, use that money for the debt. I'm trying to get back on back on track so that's good even though tony wants to 
I think Tony wanted to go on a trip or something. Some shit like that. He's yeah. like, nah, nope, nope. We need to, we need to fucking figure this shit out. You ain't even the one that spent the money. Oh God. Yeah, mm. I mean, if you love somebody, you really want to stay. Then go ahead, Tony. But do your thing. I mean, it's gonna be an uphill battle for both of y'all for however long y'all decide to stay together. If you're ready for the fight, then fine. Mm-hmm. So this final final scene. <laughs> Peaches and Joan are having a conversation. Um, Joan needs to talk to, to Peaches about something. And she says, I don't appreciate you telling Maya my business. And Peaches is acting real scared. He's he acting like this shit is the end of days. He's fake crying. He's apologizing. <laughs> I am so sorry. I've let you down. You will have my resignation on your desk first thing in the morning. No, no, pe- pe- Peaches, Peaches, I, I'm, I'm not firing you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Mm. What did you think of this? Because I was dead. Peaches is like, oh my God, he, he's turning it on. He's turning into an uh, Academy Award winning actress, honey. Mm. Yo, I, yo, he was putting on like, white women usually do this, but when they know something about to go down and they're like oh my god i had no idea (laughs) they knew they knew he definitely pulled pulled the white womanism he definitely did she's like no 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 no. i'm not i'm not firing you you're doing a great job and he's like oh (laughs) it's really good and she she's like i just wanted to be clear about my boundaries and he's like all right and they they both feel better about the situation and she's like i'll see you tomorrow and he's like okay so then he goes out and Maya's waiting and Peaches uh, has a straight face and, and she's like, what happened? And she said, and he says that she and half a tried to read me the riot act and then just starts gossiping about Joan per the usual. Like nothing ever happened. Mm. Just complete change. Mm, 180. Mm. Just you would never think that those two emotions were even nowhere near each other. So he's like. She was talking on the phone with Ellis today, acting all poly pure heart. When last week she was shaking her moneymaker in the gutters. Mm. So Peaches is back on his bullshit. And that is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. It is time for the oh hell yes mm-hmm. moment of the episode. So Etsy, what's your oh hell yes moment? William, when he was like, when he was sitting with Tony and he was like, well... If a man marries a woman, he's obligated to care for her in a manner in which she is accustomed. Okay? Okay. That's a word. Dot, dot, dot. If Todd can't do that, he's failed as a man. That's a cherry on top. Don't be coming in here trying to lower my lifestyle. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, some some of these people be out here talking about well, you know, equality and, you know, it's it's not him taking care of me and I'm a woman and I can make my own way. But if he's there, if he's in this marriage with you and he has the money and the will and the, all that to do to take care of you, girl, take it. Take I mean, it. You can make take your own it money too. with it. But it helps. It sure does. Why, why, why do you girls think that just because a man is making money, that means you can't make your own money? I hear this conversation a lot and they make it seem like it's one or the other. Y'all know you can still keep your job and have a nigga that's making good money, right? You know, it's not one or the other, right? Yeah. 
You can definitely do that. Sometimes a man be like, nah, I want you to stay home and take care of the home. And mm-hmm. I'll take care of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to do that, that's cool too. You want to go shopping all day? You know, like old girl from the video that's in the in the nice car? What was she in the Maserati? <laughs> it was like, what you do for a living? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> ah, gang, gang. <laughs> I was like, shit, well, that... I would, I would totally be okay with that. Like equality or not, like sure. Unless I have me, if I have a passion project that I want to do, I'll do it. But yeah, if I don't have to. But you, you, you bitches with broke niggas don't even got that choice. So yeah, and Tony don't got that choice because she's mm-hmm. already in a hole. She can't even go and live that life. They got to be on a budget now. A budget. She basically Tony married Childs. into a budget. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You better off single, girl. You got mm-hmm. this. That, that shit gonna affect you. Usually, people too. get married and they're like, "Yes, double income. Yeah, now we're really gonna be balling." Uh-huh. Nah, you married into a, a budget and and money restrictions. So, mm-hmm. mm. that's, that's you that. went from you went from buying and doing and taking care of yourself and doing whatever you want to having to be on a budget, and yeah. you have two incomes. <laughs> You're on a budget for love. Like, <laughs> like you know what? Yeah, you just, you're like, yeah, I'm on a budget now, but I love this dude. Like, really? I, I don't know. I love money. Like, I love being, not even loving money, but. The freedom that it gives you. Yeah. Yeah, the freedom of it. And now you're restricted now because of this dude that you supposedly love. Like, ouch. Couldn't be me. That shit crazy. Shout out! Shout out to Tony! Shout out to Tony! And shout out to all the women who this happened to. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not we're not trying to come for you. So don't. We're don't. not coming for you. We're just saying it's a terrible situation. <sighs> My oh hell yes moment is Joan telling Tony it's her fault too for not doing her homework on Todd. Thank you, Joan. Somebody said it. Somebody gotta say it. Like you putting it all on him. Like you got lawyer friends. Yeah, they could have like, helped you find somebody to do the background check. Tony, like Tony, literally is so privileged. Half of her network are lawyers, and she still was in this predicament. Imagine having <laughs> two out of your four best friends be a lawyer, and then the other best friend be like working in a lawyer environment. Yeah, I don't even know how. Like. <laughs> I have no idea. You were set up so perfectly. Crazy. You know how this goes down. You hear about the the cases they cover and stuff. You know. Literally free legal counsel everywhere. And that is so expensive to get legal counsel and you can get it for free and you still fumble that. I don't know. (sighs) Well, you know, we all have our battles and I hope that she gets through this. Uh Shout out to Tony Childs. Uh Mm-hmm so uh thank you guys for listening make sure you go on to apple Podcasts, give us five stars and uh, leave a review and we'll read it on the air and we will shout you out mm-hmm. um if you want to talk with us head on over to twitter and at us at hell yes girl oh yeah and at etsy row if you got some awesome messages for etsy row at me guys she loves to talk to sometimes you know i be talking she'll be on there and then i'll tag her if if it's super important and she's not on there but she (laughs) sees it eventually and she'll respond to you (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, make sure you're here next week for the episode titled Snoop. There it is. Ooh. Mm. So this is a uh, this is a little more of a Savad Lynn storyline. Can we finally get rid of him? Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, we, we'll talk about that whole situation because, you know, Tony got her situation and Lynn got hers and they're both like, why are you with this dude kind of thing? All, all the girls. I think all the girls, except for... Mm-hmm. Who are we missing? Maya. Mm-hmm. Maya's the only one who don't got no man, but all the other girls that got a man got really bad men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A pattern. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maya's the only one coming out good. She don't got no man to have to worry her and give her no stress. Yeah, and she just got a pay raise. You better go ahead, Maya. Girl, well, you better go on a trip. <laughs> Clear your mind. Anyway, so be here next week for that. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. Be safe. We'll see you next week.